Um, it's the terminology, isn't it, Christian? Terminology yeah. has such a lot. The language we use, you know, is um, can be quite confusing, can't it? it yeah. When it's used in different different ways in different countries. Being flexible again, isn't it? Yes. To, as we said before, yeah. um, finding the opportunities within within those um, challenging times. Yes, yes. What of what's what's next? You yes. Know, with, We've got this bit, we've done this bit, now what? The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Woohoo! We are back and it's the second episode of this series about the entrepreneurial uh, mindset and uh, I have with me today again Marcia. Thank you so much for joining me again today. Well, you're very welcome. I've been looking forward to this. Thanks, Christine. <laughs> In the last episode, if you haven't listened to it yet, make sure you do um, because it's interesting. First of all, Marcia gives a bit of, of introduction of who she is and what the university where she works offers to the students who want to start their own business or develop entrepreneurial skills and this is also exactly what we talked about in the last episode we looked into what um, skills and uh, does an entrepreneur need a startup need what kind of mindset why is a mindset important how can you think outside the box as they say and we both said we don't like to use that term but it is what it is <laughs> and um, how it's important to be passionate uh, determ determined and also see the positive side in things, even though it sometimes seems to be impossible. Um, <laughs> but even in hindsight, you might be able to see some positive stuff. And today we're uh, talking about what are all those definitions about? You hear all the things floating around, things like entrepreneur, entrepreneur, freelancers, sole traders. Um, startups please also keep in mind that we are giving you terms that uh, come let's say from the UK um, if we're talking also about certain um, legal entities or something maybe then that's obviously all related to the UK because this is where Marcia is um, based and also where I spend a lot of my entrepreneurial journey so entrepreneur entrepreneur is um, freelancer stuff like this are you in startup are you really everywhere in the world but they mean different things in different countries as well and it's interesting to look at maybe and i, I go into these things with marcia today so mm -hmm. let's dive right in marcia if that's okay with you maybe we yes. start looking at the term uh startup first because startup. this is the startup <laughs> student podcast and i made a conscious de decision to call it that um, because for me it's very clear it means you want to start your own business you want to have Absolutely. something where you are your own boss and uh, you have to make sure you get some money in and to grow this business um, Absolutely. yes so if you want to talk about startup maybe the term as well Okay, yes. I mean, a startup, it, it's used, I mean, I think it's become just um, universal nowadays, isn't yes. it? Startup, and that's what it means literally to start up um, a small business or a small enterprise. Um, and it's that, uh, going back to the previous conversation we had about the, the mindset, about um, wanting to do that, you know, wanting to set up something on your own. You know, why, why do you want to do it? You know, why, why do you? And I think it's something, it's 
that freedom of being your own boss. So start up, literally starting up a business and being your own boss in a small enterprise. And that could be just a tiny cottage industry, something that you start up on your own at home, thinking it's a good idea. And then suddenly that progresses to be something more than that, you know? So it's, and what do you need to make that, that step to start up, to start up on your own? And from there, you could possibly think about becoming um, a, a freelancer or sole trader. And that's once again, is you doing something on your own um, yes. with, you know, with the support of others, obviously. Yes. And um, I, I know um, startup, I completely agree um, in my definition, it means you start something by yourself um, and we can include, and this is what we talked about in the last episode as well, you, your offer at the university also includes freelancers, sole traders, because um, it doesn't mean necessarily you have to um, register a company right from the beginning, especially if you just want to start out and want to um, test a few things. Sometimes it can be a bit more expensive to register a company and pay an accountant to do all your accounting. And um, you don't want to employ people straight away, probably because that comes with all kinds of other things and um, insurances that you have to take and responsibilities, obviously. However, if you want to start something and test something, you might want to start out as a sole trader. So this is what I mean. This is a term from the UK and a lot of freelancers are also sole traders. So that means you are by yourself and responsible and liability for everything that you do in your business rather than having a registered company who takes on uh, this responsibility if you want. So, mm. however, I have to say the term startup in the countries that I've worked in, in the countries uh, that I deal with also with the European Startup Association, sometimes means different things and it can be super specific. In Italy, if you say startup, it def- by default means a technology business, only technology-based. Um, oh, interesting. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> um, mm. And in other countries, it was also very similar. So in certain countries, if you say startup, it means always, usually what we said, you, you start something and you started a business or a sole trader, and freelancer. They don't differentiate between that too much. But a lot of times it's um, very referring to a very specific niche, um, which I find sometimes... Um, not disturbing, <laughs> but it can be sometimes a bit difficult because if you work on on a European level, you have to really think about, okay, what does this mean there and how do you call it? And this is also when I called my, um, my podcast, Startup Student Podcast, I was thinking, okay, maybe I call it in a different way, um, but because maybe some uh, people might think okay this is only about technology startups which is not obviously um but in general startup means you start up this is a word by itself Um, it's the terminology isn't it christian terminology has such a lot the language we use you know is um can be quite confusing can't it It, when it's used in different different ways in different countries um but yes generally as you say particularly in the uk startup just means um starting up a small company on your own initially yes yeah and then uh we we mentioned sole trade as well but freelancers are usually i think um people who work project-based in 
other companies. So uh, you usually don't have um, a contract that goes on for uh, a few years with one company or something that tries to, uh, it's also illegal actually in some countries uh, to do that because then it looks like the company is just trying to avoid employing you to try to avoid taxes and stuff, insurances and uh, stuff like this. Yes, um, so that's there's interesting. Yeah, there's, there's laws where you, I think even, let me think where I came across this first. I think, uh, yeah, in the UK, there's this IR35 thing, no? I think it's called, maybe by now it's called differently. But if you have... Um, contract let's say someone as a freelancer on a freelancing basis for a specific time after a certain amount of time the government says no 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 but if you um, get this person and this person is basically full time only with you uh, as a freelancer so if i have multiple clients as well and have uh, five six seven ten clients uh, where I can prove I have income from different sources as a freelancer, it's okay. But if you have income only from one source and you're basically working full-time for them, but on a freelance basis, at some point, probably in any kind of country, wherever you listen to, um, the government will say, but wait, um, <laughs> you, you can't be a freelancer for four years full-time for this company. No, um, and this is supposed serious. to be positive for the freelancers as well. Mm. Because you, obviously, if you're employed, you have other benefits. Um, yes. But Actually, yeah. it's interesting that the majority of our students who are from the creative industries mm. um, and the music industry and that sort of thing, they tend to want to go freelance. And I think that's yes. that type of business um, almost lends itself to becoming a freelance person, you know, freelance yes. musician, yes. Um, a freelance artist. Those, those industries are recognized freelancers yes. more than perhaps some of the other industries do. Yeah, yeah. And I think if, as a freelancer, it's just important to understand, okay, a freelancer means I freelance for different kind of clients and not just for one client for a long time, just for, for uh, I can't give legal advice, but for, for reasons like I mentioned, you have to be careful, but also for your income. If you rely on just one income stream and that one doesn't work out anymore, uh, then you don't have any income at all. So it's always good, no matter where, uh, what kind of entity, if you're a freelancer, if you're a company, if you're a sole trader, or whatever you are, um, it's always good to look into different income streams and that could be different clients and that could also be different channels like I do for example with a, an online community with some online courses with books with workshops with one-to-ones stuff like this so you can have different income streams and that comes back to also what we mentioned in the first episode if something happens externally like COVID-19 and you all mm. of a sudden can't do events anymore um, in person you then have to be flexible enough to either change everything or you maybe have already other income streams and other channels in place um, so that you all of a sudden are not standing there without any income. That's right, yes. It's being flexible again, isn't it? Yes. As we said before, yeah. um, finding the opportunities within, within those um, challenging times. Yes, yeah. And uh, what if we look a bit at the terminology entrepreneur and entrepreneur 
Ah. <laughs> because mm. entrepreneur people here all the time, obviously. And entrepreneur is used the same with startup, but it might be not. And uh, entrepreneur people, what? What do you mean by that? And <laughs> we can uh, talk a bit more about this as well. Yeah. I and mean, entrepreneur, that's, a, that's, that's the, probably the newest one, isn't it, yeah. really? Um, and that's really, um, from, from my perspective, I always think of it, it's that's working within a, a larger organization. It's being an entrepreneur within a bigger organization where, where you're going to yes. help that organization to grow and develop and expand and be very instrumental in doing that. So you're bringing all your entrepreneurial skills intrapreneurially mm. to a bigger organization. Yeah, exactly. All the innovative, flexible mindset. It's basically all yes. about the mindset and the, the yeah. transferable skills that we all mentioned in the first episode to bring, like you said, into a company. And that can be also, for example, you to work in a startup. So it doesn't have to be necessarily a big company, but it just means yeah. that you are acting like an entrepreneur, but without starting your own business. That's right. Yes, yes. That's the easy way to put it, isn't it, really? <laughs> yes. Being, because there's so many different definitions um, yeah. of what they should be. But I think, you know, if you're intra, inside, you know, within uh, a company. And as you say, it can be with a small company, helping that company to grow and develop, maybe to change their markets, maybe to um, help them with a, a, um, a foreign market or something, you know, to work overseas or expand their marketing. So, it's it's a very um, different. Well, it's not a different type of person. It's the same sort of person in a different situation. Yeah, in a different environment, exactly. A different environment. That's right. Yes. Whereas the entrepreneur, mm -hmm. um, I always my being a simple brain. You know, I think of that as somebody that is able to have their own business and employ other people, yes. and then to maybe move on and do the next thing, but create another business and employ more people. So you yeah. really get that serial entrepreneur, isn't it? You know, so you get somebody, they're giving back all the time, you know, they're growing things, developing them, giving work to others, and then moving on and doing the same again. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that's also a nice, this, uh, a nice way to distinguish entrepreneur and startup. A lot of times with a startup, you have your startup and your company. With an entrepreneur, you sometimes you are looking at a wider perspective and to look into, okay, what else can you do? What else is always a question that you probably have in your mind as an entrepreneur. <laughs> yes, yes. What else? What's, what's next? You yes. Know, we've got this bit. We've done this bit. Now what? Yeah. Uh, the sort of... Um, always creating, I suppose. I mean, yes. Some just stay in the same type of business, but others do um, see opportunities. And it is looking at those other opportunities, seeking yes. out, not, not staying in one place or not having your mind in one place all the time. Yep. Being adventurous and curious. Lots of all these adjectives that could be um, <laughs> associated with an entrepreneur. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, exactly right. And I mean, these are just a few terminologies we looked at when every day, like you said, there's new things coming out. And um, actually, I wanted to call this uh, podcast when I was thinking of it, uh, Studentpreneur. Um, but yes. I'm not the only one as well who thought that um, and I found some other people using this term. In the end, I decided against it um, because sometimes I think 
not, it's nothing wrong with using it. I'm not uh, saying anything bad about anyone else using it at the moment, but sometimes I think simplicity is better. <laughs> and, yes. <laughs> uh, sometimes it can be too confusing. And I think startup student podcast is saying what it is um, mm. more than maybe a studentpreneur and um, stuff like this. But I also heard, what else did I hear? Mumpreneur. Dadpreneur, yes, yes, podcastpreneur, um, what else? Everythingpreneur these days, uh, which is nice. People get creative, um, but as I said, uh, I also sometimes like to keep it simple. Keep it simple, yes. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's there are so many different definitions around that we do get confused, and sometimes yeah. the the language we use yeah. um, can be confusing, and particularly we when we're in the university in particular, where you're dealing with students from different nationalities, from across the world, yes. things mean different things in different countries. Again, as you said earlier, um, we have to be careful not to confuse. It's very easy, I think, to get yeah. totally confused with um, the, the forest of definitions for something like an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah, that is, uh, that is true. And this is also why a lot of times students actually do not actually know or find the support there is at universities because uh, in my experience there's so many students who could benefit from all these extracurricular and curricular activities but they just don't find out about them too much and no matter how much effort the university puts into the communication there's always other things that students have to take in mm -hmm. as well and they miss out on these opportunities this is one of the reasons why I wanted to start this podcast because students yes. like listening to podcasts as well. And by introducing people like yourself, explaining to them what is actually available in that specific university will help mm. them to find it and will help them to participate more in those amazing. Yes, because all, all of the things that we're talking about, um, you know, with the entrepreneurial mindset and the definitions all help to make the individual they're the skills that everybody needs, really. Yes. But we all don't necessarily know we need them no. until it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> or if only we yeah. that then. Or even we know we need them, but we don't know how to develop them. Or uh, yes. it's difficult to develop all kinds of skills at once. That's another thing, no? You want to develop yes. one thing and then you can develop the other one. But um, people like you help them really to guide them through step by step and just develop one skill after the other and showing them, okay, this is what the world expects from you these days. No matter if you want to start your business or if you want to get employed, this is expectations. They all merge together these days. Mm. They, they do. This is, as you say, and everybody talks, you know, the employability, the strategy in the university for employability, again, is, is be, becoming or being a person that can either be employed or can set up their own business or can work for somebody else. It's, you have to have that confidence in yourself yeah. to be able to articulate what your expectations really are. Yeah. Really yeah. Early and I know there's so much out there. There's when you start university and you're concentrating on your courses, all of this extracurricular stuff, think, you know, why, why do I need it? But actually, mm -hmm. it's so important. It really does help with your whole future career. Yeah, and it also even helps you in your student life. But it's uh, mm. difficult to, yeah, to balance everything. I always say, yeah, probably. So many also students. Have a, yeah. 
Yeah, so many students, you know, I speak to, um, they say, oh, if only I'd known about this sooner, I would have yes. been very keen to be involved. And yes. you think, well, <laughs> what do you do? It's there, but you, it, you've got to get it out there and students have got to want to do it as well. They've got to want to take part. Yeah, exactly. And um, the last question I wanted to ask is as well, what, I mean, we had all the definitions, entrepreneur, startups, entrepreneur, freelancers, sole traders, whatever you want to do in your life, which you probably don't even know when you start studying, because at the moment you study and that's what you know. <laughs> and, mm, yes. Yeah. And then you, you can decide what you want to do. Although I always say, if you think about, you might want to start your own business, explore it as soon as possible, because it takes time to build up. And uh, thinking that you can start your own business and be profitable from day one after you graduate, is not going to happen unless you worked on it during your studies as well, um, mm -hmm. which comes back uh, in this, uh, another episode with that, not with you, but with someone else, um, Haley, actually, where we talk about starting a business as a foreign student uh, can be a bit difficult sometimes for visa regulations and so on. But if you do want to start your own business after you study, start as soon as possible to start working with people like Marcia at the university to work towards it. And um, what kind of different needs do you think and what kind of different support do all these different uh, defined <laughs> people need? Well, I mean, I, I think they all need very similar support, really. Um, I think they probably fundamentally, they all need to gain confidence, gain yes. confidence so that they can clearly articulate what it is they want to achieve, um, yes. whatever that, you know, whatever it's going to be. Um, because if you, if you can't say what you want to achieve, it's very difficult for us to be able to help you. Yes. You know, so be sort of fairly clear in your mind. And we can obviously point people in different directions. And once we know what a student is looking for, there's nothing out there that we can't point them in the direction of or we can't support them in. Yeah. So it's, it's just... Um, and sometimes students don't know. They don't know what they want. So, uh, and that's great too because... Um, by doing things differently or doing different things, they will then find out, actually, I quite like doing this. I'll um, give it some more thought. And I, but I also think that the confidence bit to me is, is primary because even if you're doing something, you might be doing a course that you're really not enjoying, mm -hmm. you need to have the confidence to say, actually, I'm not enjoying this, therefore, I'm no good at it. But I, I really like doing something else. So being be able to say, I don't want to do this anymore, but I want to do something else and be keen to be supported in that direction. I, I think that's really important. Yes, I completely agree. And again, in uh, one of the episodes of the first ones, when I launched the podcast actually with Mandy, it was one thing where we talked about knowing to know, know knowing what you don't want to do is as yes. important as knowing what you want to do. And sometimes it's a way to find out what you want to do by knowing what you don't want to do. Like for me, I did uh, three years worth of internships after my uh, A-levels just to figure mm. out, okay, all the, and I luckily had the opportunity to do that um, with the support of parents and stuff. But I, I found out all the things I did not want to do by doing all these different internships and jobs, um, yes. but learning something from every one of them even though back then I didn't know that, but now I know <laughs> it was all yeah. useful. Um, but it's, uh, I'm not saying everyone should uh, use three years of their time to find out what they don't want to do, but it's, it's just uh, 
as important it's, knowing what yeah, you're doing. It is. And it and and confidence to try and find different ways of doing things and find things out, you know, the inquisiting, inquiring mind, going back to mindset again, you yes. know. So what else can I do? What do I want to do with my degree? Yes. Um, oh, I can I can start a business with that sort of degree, or that degree will open up other avenues for me. So it's all about, um, yes, finding out what, what it is you really want to do and yep. make sure that you enjoy it. Because yes. nobody <laughs> said, not once do we say it's going to be easy. Nobody says easy no. is on this. That's not on the agenda at no. all. It's, um, just and have a, give it a go. Have some fun on, on the way as well because um, it's, uh, it would make such a difference doing yes. something you enjoy doing. Yeah, that is completely true. And I think that's a lovely final word for this podcast episode. <laughs> really, oh. Make sure you enjoy it. And uh, I enjoy definitely to record this podcast episode. Thank you so much for your You're time. Um, we talked about all the different definitions and what it actually means and what kind of support you need. And in the end, it's all similar and in the end we're all going through the same challenges and we need those skills everywhere in our life even in personal life resilience mm. is important <laughs> not just in business <laughs> life or in the student life also um willing to give it a go if you always wanted to learn something new if you wanted to learn how to dance salsa if you wanted to learn an instrument if you wanted to learn a new language if you never give it a go it will not happen <laughs> no that's right yes yeah and that's the same yeah. with the business well, thank you so much, Marcia. Uh, I really enjoyed that. The next episode, we're going to talk about the entrepreneurs of the future. And I'm really looking mm. forward to recording that one with you. Oh, me too. I look forward to seeing you then. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.